The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz, are you ready? Oh my God, Jody! totally ready. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, marketing. (laughs) Isn't it so exciting? (laughs) Oh, marketing is such a good topic. And so many people, so many small businesses don't talk about it. They think about it like it's an afterthought. And yet it's, you know, if you're not selling and you're not marketing, you have no business. Right. And you've been one of the people that really believes in investing in marketing and, you know, realize that you wanted to focus on business development and running your firm and also, but knew that you needed some help with marketing and content and getting your knowledge out there in the world. And, and I don't know, it's really worked for you. You have like 60,000 followers on LinkedIn. I just checked that today. (laughs) I know. And it's so crazy. And what's so awesome about it is our guest today um, was like the marketer who's been with me for forever. It's like 10 years that I've known Jay. And she's going to be talking to us later about like marketing and small business and all kinds of things. And she was the original marketer with me like when I just began. And the special thing about Jay, which I don't know if she realizes this or not, was that she was the one who introduced me to Twitter seven Whoa. years ago. Can you believe that? She said to me, hey, Jody, there's this new thing called Twitter. I think you should get on it. I kid you not. That's what Jay told me. Wow. 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 Jay needs an award. I mean, because now you're like the Twitter queen, aren't you? I yeah, I mean, I, and that little that little piece of technology, I had no idea what it would do for my business and what it would do for, yeah, for everything. And and like I say, I have to owe it all to Jay. So without any further ado, I'm going to l- l- get you, Liz, to give her formal intro and then okay, we can yeah. talk to Jay all about it. Yeah. So um, with more than 20 years of experience in technology, SaaS, and B2B offerings, Jay Krishnan, AutoMile's Vice President of Marketing, brings deep expertise in small business and enterprise marketing to the rapidly growing company. Prior to joining AutoMile, she led product marketing at fast-growing startups, accelerating growth and market leadership. She also drove go-to-market strategy for mobile and was an innovation catalyst during her tenure with Intuit. An accomplished change agent and thought leader, she speaks at several leading industry events on technology trends impacting different industries. Welcome to the show, Jay. Thank you, Jody and Liz. Very delighted to be here. 
fantastic. So, so tell us, Jay, what is Automile? Like for people that don't know about the company, can you give us an idea? Um, you know, what, what do you guys do? Who do you serve? How big are you? Just like a snapshot. Sure, sure. Um, you know, before I can jump into what Automile does, uh, you know, I always believe that um, Automile wouldn't exist if there wasn't a pain point. No business would exist, actually. So um, we are actually, if you think about it, there are businesses uh, of all sizes across all industries. Uh, they, if they are relying on cars, vans, pickups, trucks, name it, any vehicles and a mobile workforce, and they are going from point A to point B, they are actually facing some critical issue, managing their mobile workforce as well as uh, their vehicles, which is actually their biggest asset. Uh, think about a small business out there that is, um, has a landscaping service, right? Think about construction. Um, think about the plumbing, the plumber who comes and fixes um, your uh, broken pipes. Uh, if you think about those businesses out there, um, and, and we're talking about a lot of those, close to like 17 to 80 million just in um, U.S., right, vehicles I'm talking about. So, so you, you can see that their biggest challenges end up being, here's a small business owner sitting and wondering, okay, where are my vehicles? I have no visibility into that. Their drivers are spending way too much time um, tracking mileage manually. Believe it or not, you know, there was a time 10 years ago I saw payroll being done manually. It still is. And, you know, they're logging their miles manually. Uh, they actually have to be in compliance when it comes to making sure these mileages is accurately tracked. That may not be happening. Uh, and more importantly, these vehicles actually could be um, used uh, off business hours uh, for unauthorized use, and the business owner wouldn't even know about it. Um, they have no idea if um, the drivers have been idling uh, too much. Uh, they have to educate their drivers if that's happening. Uh, so there's just a whole lot of aspect to businesses that have mobile workforce and they are on wheels. Uh, it adds a totally different set of complexity. And what Automile does is, uh, you know, we are a um, fast-going IoT startup, and uh, we offer a small smart device, which uh, businesses plug in to their vehicles. And this smart device has sensors, and that's what's called the Internet of Things. It's, got, it's basically, uh, you know, takes some of the data that's needed, intelligence from the vehicles, puts it in the cloud, speaks with our mobile and web applications, and a business owner or a fleet manager or anybody operationalizing and looking at their fleet of vehicles, they're able to manage their mobile work workforce with just a tap. They're able to see, looking at their phone or looking at their desktop, what's really going on with them. So it's like intelligence with what's happening with your mobile workforce and vehicles which is kind and of a lifeline for businesses. Yeah, and you're minimizing headaches, I would imagine, for many people across the board. Mm, totally. I think it's, it's paperwork, <laughs> compliance, um, you know, a lot of data intelligence that they've never had before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you I'm going to take the other side of it. So from the employee side, essentially you're with the employee in the car where they are, wherever they are, right? That is correct. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just going to leave it at that. 
<laughs> you know, actually, it's, actually it's a it, is, it, is, it is a good thing too because uh-huh. you know, if if you actually talk to those employees, um, you know, they have been spending hours and hours. In, in hundreds of hours in a year just logging mileage they don't want to be doing that kind of job so and and plus now they they, they have proof like you know I, i've got stories to tell which i can keep saying about how it actually empowers both the employer and the employee here in the process mm-hmm. now you mentioned the internet of things now uh, can you define that for people because i think that um it's like this more you know big term and I just want to bring it down to earth a little bit and talk about what that actually means. Sure, sure. Um, basically, in very, very simple terms, it's, it's, uh, it's all the devices out there which mm-hmm. potentially have some sensors and wirelessly you are taking data off of that some data and making the overall system, putting it in the cloud and making it intelligent to solve a problem. Um, so, so, so to, to give you an idea, you know, we've got, uh, you know, um, Gartner, for example, I mean, a lot of analysts are talking about IoT. It's kind of like the buzzword there, but, but really, realistically, um, it's, 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 if you, it, it is going to solve for a lot of, uh, problems in a very unique way, uh, when it comes to businesses as well as consumers. And consumers, it's already doing it. Uh, you know, to give you an example, Gartner talks about, you know, how by 2020, they're going to be 25 billion connected things of some sort. Uh, it could be like tire sensors. It could be coffee machines. Um, so, and I can give you another example to make it dumb it really down, you know, think about a uh, connected kitchen, for example, right? Um, you know, you've got um, um, inventory already. It's got sensors. You know, the moment you're running out of something, it's going to pretty much understand what are the things that you're running out of. It'll automatically create a shopping list for you. And then the retail industry understands and knows exactly what you're running out of, and it'll deliver something to your doorstep, right? That's just, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is coming down to small business business and a consumer example. Right. And this is coming down to small business now. Mm -hmm. So like right now, when I think of that, I think of like Amazon um, and, you know, we have the Tide button in our laundry room. So when our Tide runs out, we just press the button and Tide magically appears at our doorstep in like three days or whatever. Whoa. Um, I didn't know that existed. That's crazy. Through, (laughs) Through Amazon, do you do that? Yeah, through Amazon, there's a little button, you order it, and it magically appears. So, but what it sounds like what Jay's doing in the small business realm is she's like connecting it to small businesses, whereas right now, I think a lot of us see it in consumer goods, but we don't see it in B2B, right? That is correct. I mean, there are some, there's definitely some out there uh, that's happening in the healthcare space. Uh, you know, you're looking at... Um, you know, I've heard examples of, you know, how in oil rigs and oil wells, they are, they are putting in sensors to see how equipments are doing. So there's just, there, there, there are things that's happening, but definitely, you know, consumer space. You look at Nest, you look at Amazon Echo, and all of those are just great examples and, and have seen great traction with the consumer. I'm still thinking about the Tide button. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm just like, whoa. I mean, you know, like, it, what are some other examples of that? Because that's, 
that's real. I mean, I know that we're we're getting more into sort of like subscription based models, and like you know now you can get food delivered to your door and like, you know, meals, you know, all you have to do is pop it in the oven and it's like, you know, and prepare it on the stove and it's fixed. But like what other things are coming down the pike, you know, that, I mean, I've, to me, that's like mind boggling. Yeah, no, I think, I think uh, that's, that's a great example, uh, uh, Jody. And, and, you know, uh, I've heard of other examples, um, haven't experienced it or seen it, but, you know, you can imagine, um, something around a patient ID, you know, um, yeah. you know, how often does it happen that we are going to different healthcare providers? So I, I personally just change healthcare providers and it's not like, uh, when I use something at Kaiser got automatically transferred to the new provider. It didn't happen. Right. So, so, um, imagine if there was Jay, a, Jay, are you still there? I think we lost Jay for a second. No, I'm uh, here. Can you guys hear me? Can you hear I'm me? Here. Yes. Jay, go for Yes. Yeah. So, so I was talking about, you know, how, um, you know, there's just a whole lot of opportunities when you're talking about pulling data from places that you've never been able to pull data and put mm-hmm. it in the cloud. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, oh, you know, and one of the things, you know, going back to Automalto is, you know, it's not just about you know, taking the data and leveraging it and really empowering the businesses here um, and the employees, you know, this data uh, in an integrated fashion also can be leveraged with open APIs uh, to solve for broader uh, problems, right? So, so there's just a whole lot of opportunities uh, that you're looking at when it comes to IoT. Yeah, I would love to talk more about data and how, um, you know, while it's great for marketers and, you know, probably consumers too, you know, there is an element of privacy because people now are so exposed. You know, I feel like unless you're really careful, your information is going to go out to people you may not want it to go out to. So I want to, I, I would love to touch base more about this as we move forward, but we're going to take a quick break. We're talking to Jay Krishnan, who is the um, VP of marketing at AutoMile. Stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. 
Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. So we're talking with Jay Krishnan, who is the VP of Marketing at Automile, and we were just talking about the Internet of Things and all of the data that comes along with that, the access to data for marketers. Um, and Jody was telling the story about her Tide tab on or Tide button, you know, in her laundry room where she's out of ta- Tide and she just presses the button and then three days later, Tide shows up at her door, which I think is pretty amazing. And obviously the direction we're moving into as consumers So my question for you, Jay, is, you know, how do consumers protect themselves? I mean, even though we have this amazing ease as we're, you know, moving forward and press the button and you get whatever you need, you know, how do you protect yourself from data breach or having people get in touch with you who you don't want to have your information? Yeah, good question. And I think um, it it has to happen from both ends. Um, I mean, if you think about privacy in general, you know, what are we not doing today, right? As consumers, um, you know, we're online banking. Uh, we are, uh, you know, I, I mean, I know I have a 19-year-old um, daughter and, and, you know, the kind of information, every, everything pretty much they log into using just their Facebook account. You know, it's the Facebook login, right? So, and, and we've got pretty much most of our pictures up there and names up there. When we Google search, you know, and, and you're logged into Google, pretty much you are telling Google, right, you know, who you are and what you're searching on. So I think we we have to think about it this way. I think businesses, especially when they are trying to work on things where they are collecting information, they have to be really take a very thoughtful approach. Step one is around the fact that what are you really collecting, right? Are you collecting anything that is, uh, uh, you know, falls under PII, right? So you really have to think about that. What are you collecting? Like in, in our world, uh, you know, in Automat, we're really not collecting much at all. We're making sure that we're collecting minimum information when it comes to actually the user entering it. But but later on, what you really have to think about is uh, the encrypt, encryption. You know, you, you, you have to really make sure that your data is encrypted and, and, and secure, um, just like the banks do. I remember uh, in those days, uh, you know, I'm talking about those days, there was 10 plus years ago, you know, when uh, we were trying to sell payroll to small businesses, um, uh, the, the fear was the same. They would rather uh, do it in an Excel spreadsheet um, on, on, on their laptop 
and and they will lose their laptop and give everything away or but 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 they were still worried about putting things in the cloud right mm-hmm. but actually there's a lot more encryption going on and security taking place and measures that's happening to make sure that your data is safe um but as far as the consumers go i think you know as we all do i think you just have to you know watch out for what information you're giving are you are you making sure that you know the vendors compliant and secure and has a privacy policy in place simple things like those um is is going to help you right and also at the end of you know if you're signing up for something or you're giving your information away a lot of companies will have you know can we give your information check here and we'll give your information to our partners you know and if you don't want to know if you don't want to be involved in that you can just you know leave the box empty um on the other side of it, I think that the data can be helpful to the consumer as well. So, like, I mean, I've seen these advertisements where um, with some of these cars that are connected that if you drive somewhere and it knows that you go to Portillo's or, like, I just said Portillo's, which is a hot dog stand or whatever. But, like, they'll give you a coupon because they know you're, like, a active consumer there. So, like, I always think what's in it for me and not yeah. all – not all um, transparency or the data that we give to people, if they give us something back, then I think we're a lot more open to giving it. Might be just like a trick on us from a marketing perspective, but I'm very happy when they know that I shop somewhere that they give me a coupon because I'm a you know an active shopper and they've done it by collecting my data. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I, I think have- it just is, depends case by case, you know, and whether or not you you like something like that because some people would be like. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that they know what I'm doing all the time, you know? So, um, so switching gears just for a bit, a little bit, cause Jay, I want to get to know you a little bit better. And so I'm curious, you know, where did your passion for marketing come from after, you know, you've been doing this for, uh, you know, years now. So how did it originate? Uh, yeah, so believe it or not, 20 years ago, um, I used to code, and I started my journey uh, thanks to my father, who encouraged me and said, you should at least learn how to code. And I said, sure. Um, but uh, I went down the path of coding, and um, I realized that uh, while it was great, and I'm so glad that I got exposed to it, and um, I encourage everybody out there, all the kids out there, to learn how to code whether they're going to end up using it or not, just like me. Um, the, the, the point was that after that, what happened is um, um, it, it, was, it was basically, I, I realized that I was a lot more people person, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't be sitting under the computer. But what it taught me was problem-solving skills. And, uh, and, and interestingly enough, uh, you know, as I went through my journey around uh, business development, um, product marketing, and marketing, I and it all stems down to one thing, which is um, the customer and, and, and the pain that they have. So I've never really looked at marketing as selling to mm-hmm. a prospective client. I really looked at it as marketing to be how do you take something and solve the problem that they're really facing. And, and, and that's where it all came down from problem solving. And, uh, you know, P-Cycle, when I was at, you know, a great startup, um, 
And uh, I know you guys probably had Renee uh, earlier um, on your show. Uh, just just a fabulous startup. And I, I, was, I actually did customer support for a while. And I heard um, customers and prospective clients, uh, you know, talk about their pain points so much to such an extent that I, I could tell where the connection was happening, you know, and when you know that, when you really know the pain in your guts of what they are facing, marketing becomes somewhat of a piece of cake because it comes down to messaging. It comes down to what, what do they really need? How do you tell them? You know, and you, 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 you have to sell, but it, ha- it has to be a mix. I'm, I'm a big believer that, you know, um, just, Helping them understand the value gets a lot more easier when you know what their what their situation they're in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think more people need to really look at it from the pain points because I feel like I think accounting firms especially are guilty of this. They'll go in and talk about all of the great things that they can do for people, you know, and our partners in this, and our we can do this, and we're specialties, you know, we're specializing in this, but really not talking about the actual issues and problems that the clients are having. And I see that especially in a lot of websites for uh, for accounting firms. It's really just about them and not about the, the, cli- the client or the customer. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm curious as to, um, you know, how do you – was there was there a time and, and place for you where you that sort of realization happened? Like, was it, you know, when you were doing customer service at PayCycle, what, you know, sort of realizing that it was about the customer and not necessarily about the company's offerings? Do you know what I'm saying? Was there a specific time, like instance that you can describe? Uh, yeah, I think, I think I, I actually remember the time when, um, I was speaking to a customer who was um, quite upset because um, there was a delay in payroll. And believe it or not, we barely had any downtime, but we did have that one point in time uh, when we all got on a call and we were trying to help out. um, And and there was this really, really mad customer. And um, even though this customer was really, really upset, um, just listening to this customer with the mm-hmm. intent to understand, uh, not so much to respond, not so much to, you know, uh, it just builds that empathy in you. And I think mm-hmm. for marketers, having that empathy is extremely important. Um, you know, we, we build that empathy, you know, a lot, but I think you end up building in the empathy a lot more when you put yourself out there, uh, to, to, to hear what's not working, you know, and, um, and believe it or not, this customer ended up being one of our big advocates. Um, it, it was primarily because of the fact that they were, they were heard, they were listened to, and they mm-hmm. believed in us that we were going to not just fix it, but, he ended up sharing much broader challenges that they're facing, which had nothing to do with what we were doing, but we, we started, ended up creating content and best practices which would help him in solve for that broader challenge. Um, so, so there's just a whole, there's just so much value in that listening and not just listening to the challenges as, as we talked about earlier, specific to what your company is solving for, but, 
but at a, at a much broader level because you can solve that uh, through, through giving them not something tangible, but, but giving them something as a best practice. You can give it to them by, by pointing them to a partner, um, uh, but you need to know that challenge that they're facing at a holistic level rather than just your, uh, what your company is solving for. Yeah. And listening is a skill, you know, and listening without defensiveness, I think is a skill, especially, you know, if you're putting on a product that you're really proud of and is close to your heart and you have somebody, you know, not happy with it. I think, you know, being able to listen and really have that experience where you're taking in what they say as a way to grow and better what you're doing. I think that that is, uh, really important. And, you know, can be a differentiator if other companies aren't doing the same thing. And I think business owners appreciate it, right? Because they run their own businesses and they know not everything is easily solved, but they also understand that if you're there for them, that they'll be there, like you'll continue to be there for them. So like usually you guys, you can work it, you can work through it and you can work it out when you're partnering with someone. And I think partnering is like the most overused word, but I think the businesses that figure out how to partner truly with their other businesses are the ones that end up being long-term successful because, you know, the world isn't perfect and we all know stuff's going to go wrong, but it's mm-hmm. how the company responds when the, um, when the stuff is going wrong is what, you know, builds that relationship. It's not when everything's perfect. So we're going to talk more to Jay about trends and challenges for SMBs when we come back from break. Stay tuned. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. 
You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Hey, this is Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold and Jane Krishnan, and we are talking about marketing. And first, I have to give a shout out to our sponsors of Let's Get Radical, and that is Avalara and Build.com. So I want to, you know, make sure that they get their shout out. Um, and I um, have kind of a, a relationship with Jay for a long time now. It's almost 10 years that we've been um, in each other's circles. And she was actually one of the people who I would say kind of found me. And when I say found me was she um, she helped me um, develop some thought leadership around payroll product like 10 years ago now, Jay. Can you believe it's 10 years already? Yes, Jody, and you were incredible then and inc- incredible now. <laughs> you haven't changed one bit. <laughs> so, but, so what happened but I was... I just want to say, when it comes to radical changes, you, you, you've really done that much more than I am. So you're a better marketer than I am, I think. Oh, wow. Thank you, Jay. Do you want to tell the story of how um, like we started working together? Yeah, actually... Um, I, as my, as I can think about it, um, I think when it comes to, uh, we, we were actually looking around to connect with um, accounting professionals uh, who were using us, and um, I think Jody, you were, uh, I might have had a conversation with you or something, but there was something about you, and and what I loved about you is even at that point. You know, you, you, you not only talked about how, uh, you, you know, obviously you had this great business with your father and everything, but I think just like other account professionals, you really cared about your clients. It would make you mad if something was not going well with your clients, right? You, you were so passionate. It was incredible. Um, but at the same time, the potential that I saw was like you were ready to make changes, um, you know, businesses actually take some time to get to that point. They need some triggers to get to the point of making that change. In your case, I, I felt like, you know, besides whether you have the trigger or not, you, 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 ha- you had it in you to say, you know what, we have to do something different. And, and I think we ended up doing a webinar together, um, you know, where, where you actually shared some best practices. We, 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 and then we ended up speaking in a mul- multiple places together, uh, co-speaking. So uh, what a journey we've had. And over the years, I think uh, you've done some, you know, f- I, I, I'm watching you uh, from writing a book to all the great things around marketing and growing your business that you've done. Uh, it's not just that. I think now you kind of teaching, um, you know, the community uh, around that. So I'm really proud of you, Jody. Well, thank you. But I think what was neat about it to me was, is you were like, I was your customer, right? And one of like, one of the things you did was you celebrated your customer and you gave me an opportunity to have a voice. Um, and I know like from your perspective, it might've been 
somewhat marketing, right? But what was interesting to me is, and like how my journey began with you and and Juliet Paycycle was how you um, really took the feedback um, and you made the product better as well as you help um, facilitate change, right? And to me, that's what like good marketing does, right? It was you, like we both got something out of this relationship and, and that was I mean, when people talk about like how you got started, I always say, oh, it was, you know, it was pay cycle and it was because we were working together towards a common goal, right? So like I was giving feedback to your product, you were changing your product and yet we were really moving to change a profession and moving to change people as how they thought about doing payroll in the cloud. And now fast forward 10 years and think about how much further advanced the cloud is. I mean, I remember talking to you, Jay, about how I had done payroll from my phone and that was like before a smartphone. It was like trying to use like, and you were like, what? You did payroll right. from your phone? Oh, that's right. <laughs> and I mean, think about that. I mean, think about now 10 years later, like how would you not do payroll from your phone, right? <laughs> right, right. So so it's crazy. And then, and then the other piece of it was, as I remember you had said to me, about, you know, Jody, I saw this thing. I, I think you had gone to some seminar or something on this thing called Twitter. And you're like, oh, Jody, you got to get on Twitter. And yet, you know, <laughs> the rest is history. And we didn't even understand what Twitter was, but I trusted you, Jay, to like lead me towards marketing because that's what you were really good at. And, um, you know, and, and now like look at what Twitter has done. So it's just amazing to me you know, how things have evolved for us together. And now, like, I love that you're back in the small business space because, um, you know, it's my favorite space to hang out in. So, you know, <laughs> so I'll, I'll be reaching out to you again. And um, because I think when you can surround yourself with people who have different um, strong points, that's what makes everyone better, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a great story. I love that story. Um, how, so I'm curious, Jay, like in your work with SMBs, you know, are there trends that are coming down the pike in terms of marketing? I mean, you know, I want to say that direct mail is out, but I can't, I can't know for sure. Um, you know, because sometimes it's nice to get something in the mail if it's really cool and thoughtful. But what what are your ideas around um, the trends that are happening around marketing? Yeah, well, I'm a big believer of um, nothing is out. And, um, and why mm. that is the case is that I have proven myself <laughs> wrong again and again. And uh, uh, I've also proven um, a, a, a lot of uh, other people who might be saying, you know, I mean, this is something you constantly hear, right? You, you propose and think of an idea and somebody might say, oh, that doesn't work, right? But you will be shocked when you would go and actually do it uh, and see the result and the result speaks for itself. Now, when uh, businesses and small businesses have only limited resources, then it gets really tricky and say, okay, I can't really put in the money in direct mail if it's not going to give me the return. So what is really um, important is the testing and iterating strategy. And, uh, you know, we, we do that a lot. It's been a principle that I've always followed, you know, uh, you know, go and really invest more on the marketing channels that's working for you. But then the, go and experiment 
with all the new channels out there. You know, if Google AdWords and social is working for you, great. But there might be other channels offline and online, you know, whether it's content placement, whether it's, um, you know, um, uh, um, doing trade shows, which, you know, might give you the return or speaking, all those things you will not know unless you actually turn it on. And you got to test it rather than mm -hmm. thinking about it. So when you think about your marketing budget, um, you know, at least the way I look at it is, you know, we, we obviously put the budget in things that we know what's working, uh, but then we actually have a test budget to make sure that we can say, you know what, for this month and quarter, we're going to test these things and see if we're going to see something, and then we're going to start switching over. And, and, and that's, that's, that kind of has always worked and, really well. And I think the hard point, too, is, is you don't know how many touch points it takes for someone to actually buy something. So, like, it might be all these things that you're doing, and then on, like, the 10th thing they've seen, that's where they actually convert, and it's hard to even count all those other places that they saw you totally. before and 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 so that's like kind of the the art to marketing right because it's like an art and a science and yeah <laughs> exactly i think i think you know the whole concept of integrated marketing using multiple channels um and i don't think anybody out there can actually track every metric and say oh these are all the five channels that works because of all the multi-touch that actually happens. Uh, but you can tell and predict and see at least out of, out of like the five channels we're using, if, if, which ones are really um, efficient and, and giving you the results. So I'm curious as to what tools do you use um, or technology do you use to track some of this? And also, is there a, sp a specific channel that has really worked wonders for you guys, whether that's social media or, you know, some other channel that you has worked consistently? Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, first of all, when it comes to tools, um, there are tons of tools out there. You know, there are marketing automation tools out there, um, you know, whether it's HubSpot or, you know, Marketo, there's um, analytics tools out there, uh, you know, and there's just a basic analytics tool that just helps you. But, 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 but the point is that, you know, you, you know, you could be using all the tools in the world, but if you are not, uh, just, just going back to, you know, if you're not understanding where your customers uh, or prospective clients' eyeballs are like, where are they? You know, um, you wouldn't be justifying and 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 creating the right test programs to begin with. So, so, so that that's just one. the other thing to think about is you know you you have to really look at um, marketing in in a very holistic way. Um, for me, uh, it is coming down to, there are two types of customers, prospective clients you have, right? One is, you know, somebody who's already raising their hand because they, they know that they have a problem and they're coming in, right? So, so, so those are the ones that we capture with um, Google AdWords, right? It's, it's paid search. Um, we, uh, we, we, we do other ones like Captera, you know, so, so those are, those are the ones that's, most likely to convert because they already kind of have raised their hands, right? Um, the, the, the other aspect of it is somebody who, 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 who has a problem but, but doesn't really want it. They, they, you have to take them through an educational process. 
to to help them understand why they need it. And and that's where, you know, we use email, nurture, uh, a, a lot of content marketing, retargeting, um, you know, which, which will help people bring back uh, to, to really understand that they, they need something like this. But again, they will never take that jump and they mm-hmm. will not purchase if you haven't really told them they're not going to do it. And, and word of mouth plays a huge role. I mean, going back to what Jody did uh, 10 years ago, you know, when Jody and I would go speak at a conference, you know, and there was a room full of like, uh, you know, 300 people, you know, I didn't have to sell. I didn't have to say anything about pay cycle or anything, right? Just Jody talking about her experience would convince everybody, you know, of why they should uh, get on the bandwagon and, and, and get, get, you know, think about cloud and, um, and, and do it. So, so I don't know. I, I hope I'm able to, I, I was able to answer your question there. No, I, I think you did. I think you answered it really a phenomenal answer. Yeah, that was a phenomenal answer. So we're going to, we're talking to Jay Krishnan, uh, VP of marketing at AutoMile, and uh, you're listening to Let's Get Radical, and we will be right back. it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. 
I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar, and our guest today is Jay Krishnan, uh, VP Marketing of Automile. And um, before Jay, we get into the app that you guys have developed. I am I'm curious as to, you know, we're looking at Q4 and 2017. What are some challenges small and mid-sized businesses are going to have to um, uh, that are facing? You know, in terms of marketing and getting their message out into the world. Sure. Well, I, I, I will take it a little bit broader there, um, Liz. I think uh, three things uh, that I see, other than, of course, taxes and regulation that's hitting businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got operational inefficiency. You're talking mm. about war of talent. And uh, the third thing is, of course, um, getting attention uh, in a very, very noisy uh, world out there with so much going on and getting attention of your prospect and growing your business. I think those are kind of the three things um, that I see as top challenges uh, for businesses. Yeah, it's not getting any easier, I would imagine. Um, so what? <laughs> so why don't you tell us about um, the app that AutoMile has developed? Because the, we were talking about this during the break, that this is probably a tool that pro- that a lot of people may not know they need. And, you know, the question is, how do you market a product to, uh, you know, a product that people might not realize that they actually need? How do you market that out there? Yeah, well, well, um, there is a good portion of the population. Um, I, 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 mean, I don't know if they think about it as whether they need it or not, but they definitely feel the need when they see a trigger today. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the moment they, you know, just give you an example for some of the customers that I'm speaking to, right, and they'll, they'll, they'll say, uh, oh, my vehicle got stolen, mm, and I don't know where it is. And then they have to actually deal with law enforcement to figure out where it is and understand what it is, you know, and th- these are expensive vehicles that pretty much is running their business, right? So, so that's a trigger. And the moment they have that trigger, they feel like, okay, I got to do something about it. It's almost mm-hmm. like, um, to give you a, a more of a consumer example, you know, um, I know one of the localities, I know where, you know, home tests are happening, break-ins are happening. And, and in next door, everybody's having this conversation, and now there's a trigger, and people are going, okay, I need to put in a security system, right? Until then, you don't feel it. So it's almost like when they have a trigger, they definitely act on it. They, they, when they realize that, you know, they're paying a lot of uh, labor hours or when they actually take their mileage uh, and, 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 and they're calculating it inaccurately, um, IRS comes for an audit and they're like, oh, no, this, this, has, this was inaccurate and I did a tax deduction based on that. So those triggers definitely happen. But when they don't have any trigger, I think that's when it becomes even more challenging because businesses are so used to um, fear of change, right? They're, they're doing something, a person's doing it today, you know, so unless they really feel the operational pain, they, they wouldn't move forward. So I, I think, you know, if I had to kind of, um, when it comes to marketing itself, we are obviously out there uh, looking at the broader problem. Word of mouth is helping a lot um, and, and content, you know, creating the right high-quality content. You know, content marketing is a buzzword, way too much happening out there. But, you know, if you're really able to deliver something into their inbox or it, it, where their eyeballs are to of, of value to them, 
it might not even be anything to do with your business right mm-hmm. then then they will they will they they at least start paying attention to you uh and then after that they, you you just have to convince them of the ROI you need to convince them of what is because they don't know they don't have the time to figure out what the ROI is they don't have the they, they and, and and the last thing i would say is one thing automile does really well is um compared to all the other solutions that i work with it it's how quickly you can introduce a new solution right if it's going to take way too much time they don't want to do it like we don't mm-hmm. want to introduce ourselves a tool right now if it's going to take cost us 3 months of our time but if it's going to take us seconds you know uh, uh, you know we we actually delivered at their doorstep all they have to do is plug it in and within minutes they're up and going right if that's how is the onboarding of a new solution then they hesitate less so the barriers of entries are reduced a lot more and and uh for, to convince these people of why they should be uh buying uh, thinking about uh, moving to a new solution right cuz like now everybody's expectation has changed like they expect business um product to be just like consumer apps so everybody thinks that if you know if i can do it on my iphone and it only takes 2 minutes to do something consumer driven then they expect that from a business standpoint as well so that's a whole another challenge that you know businesses are having to deal with and and make sure that it works because that's a whole marketing piece too because it's the customer experience and you know they want that experience to be just like everybody's used to which you know on consumer products it may be easier to do than on business products so that's like a high bar that um the marketers have to deal with as well so i am so excited that you were able to join us here today jay i mean we just have a few minutes left but i mean it's just been a phenomenal learning experience for us all about marketing and the whole internet of things and i think liz is still caught on the tide button i am i i have to come to your house jody and see it i think <laughs> So, Jay, how can people get in touch with you and, and keep up with AutoMile? Well, um, you can go to www.automile.com um, and definitely um, check us out there. Um, if you have to reach out to me, um, I'm on LinkedIn, um, at Jay Krishnan, uh, at, in Twitter. Um, feel free to reach out to me and I'll be more than happy to connect with you and share any best practices or anything that's working or not working on our end and what awesome. awesome thank you and uh, you know we always say this we're on iTunes and Stitcher we love your reviews we love hearing from you send us an email if you have an idea for a guest we're on Facebook let's get radical you can reach us at Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org and yeah, I mean, Jody. Yes, another <laughs> I'm great. Another yes. show. Yeah, I mean, it's just been awesome. It's just been an awesome show, and and I love the diversity of all the different things that we're able to bring to Let's Get Radical. So um, stay tuned for next week. Who's our guest next week, Liz? Uh, Maria. And let me see. You know, her last name is a little long and I don't have it right in front of me, but she is from Undefined Creative, a motion um, design graphic studio in New York City. (laughs) Um, And it's going to be great. I think it's going to be really cool. So join us next week. 
so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.